Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Okej, okay, you want to do a sound test? Oh, hello. Mm, I had training and uh, just chilling at home. What do you, what do you do when you're chilling at home? Do you, do you play like video games? Yeah, I play FIFA, Mortal Kombat and I love to cook, so. You love to cook? Yeah. Well, what's your uh, like what what do you make? What's your best dish? We have uh, Ghana jollof. What's that? It's like uh you made the tomato stew and you after cooking the tomato sauce you put the rice inside you mm-hmm. don't have your rice and the sauce you just mix it together then okay. you cook it together is it veg- vegetarian or do you have any meat or anything after you can fly maybe egg or maybe chicken or something yeah interesting yeah <laughs> Hej Martin, det här är Björn Ennibo från Radio Råsunda. Nej men tjena. Hur är läget? Mm, det är bra. Mm. Min son Dante har varit att spela fotboll. Och, um, eller bra ska jag inte säga, för jag är egentligen dålig. Jag är sjuk. Mm. Men det är bra ändå. Var det en bra träning? Mm, en bra träning. Han kör ju... Det var ju så härligt, härligt höstigt. Det väder, så här mörkt och så lite, lite kallt i luft. Så här fuktigt i luften men... En, som en oktober, november kväll kan vara. Och då man mm. saknar råsunda extra mycket. Mm, precis. Det är ju ett, ett, sten, ett stenkast från råsunda. När stålkastarna lyste upp där liksom. Och, och, och sången steg mot himlen utanför kvarteren. Där arenan låg mitt i kvarteren. Det, det, det är då jag saknar som mest. Ja, under, under hösten, jag håller med. Mm. Det, det är ju den här tiden som man verkligen minns råsunda faktiskt. Och frös som mest. Men det är det ingick på något sätt. Ja, verkligen. Ja, men vi, du håller ju hemma för att inte smitta dagens gäster kan man väl säga. Man vill ju inte smitta och få det och påså. Påså säger man faktiskt. Påså, ja jag har förstått det. Man säger inte kåt va? Uttalar inte kåt. Nej, precis. Vi pratade om det precis innan. Och, 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 och får det säger man och får det till. Alla kallar honom för att få det. Ingen säger, mm. ingen säger Ebenezer. Nej, just det. Så det var, det var påså och få det. Som var på plats. Um, ska vi... Um, jag tänkte att vi, vi ringde upp dig nu för att du körde lite försnack. Eftersom jag är så här mm. ensam här i studion. Um, Just det. Och um, nu Martin, du är ju sjuk. Och så August, han har ju så mycket i, i skolan också. Så att vi, var, vi var tvungna att klamma ihop det så här. Um, och och, och hur, hur mår du egentligen efter matchen nu senast mot Göteborg? Vad... Um, vad känner du? Just nu så sitter vi också och följer att MFF håller på att ta guldet här idag. Alltså, <här> nej, jag, jag fungerar ju jag, jag fungerar ju så här. Jag stänger av liksom när jag blir så här psykisk som jag blev efter Göteborg. Mm. 
jag säger liksom av. Jag läser inte sporten, jag följer inte andra matcher, jag läser inte ens analyser eller uh, jag orkar liksom inte jag vill inte ta del av sådana här rubriker. Du brukar göra det ändå att jag flashade förbi att en norsjant i Göteborg, så äldre medioker spelare pratar om att Isak hade han inte sett skymtar av i matchen och sånt där hade ett äldre spelare som själva inte har lyckats i karriären ska trycka ner en 17-åring. Mm. Eh, det är ju för att slippa sånt, då kan jag se det ändå. Men jag, jag tycker det är så, jag blir bara eh, ännu mer liksom besviken för jag stänger liksom av. Och så följer jag inte, jag läser inte. Ja. Jag skiter i det, jag gräver ner mig i min egen lilla bunker, dricker dyrt vin och äter god mat och, och, och låtsas som att ingenting har hänt utanför. Tills jag har lite, lite grann kommit över. Nu är det ju bara nya tag. Nu får man inte tänka på nästa år på något sätt. Men mm. samtidigt som det går ju inte heller. För vi har ju en andra plats att liksom jaga. Och, ja men precis. Hur är det, det liksom, men, men, hur kan, du, kan man liksom uppbåda energi till de här sista två hemmamatcherna? Det är svårt. Det är svårt. Jag ser mitt bästa. Jag, jag visste till exempel inte ens om min kompis... Janne som jag brukar gå mycket med och åka framförallt borta det med. Han åker ju med och ser det mesta med, med sitt gäng glada laxarna där. Mm. Han ville och sa så här men vi ska ses imorgon innan matchen. Han hade inte ens liksom reflekterat över att fan var matchen imorgon. Du vet, jag, är, jag har helt bara klippt. Ja. Bara jobbat. Ätit god mat och ett gott vin. Typ. <laughs> I min bunker. I min lilla in, omklädda liksom, ingosade trygga, skyddade ditt, ditt, kudru, ditt kudrum ja, ditt kudrum <laughs> jag ska jag väl ge mig ut på gatorna och eh, ta mig till nationalarenan imorgon och, och se matchen och, och försöka jobba upp lite energi ja men vad fan eh, på något sätt så känns det ju ändå för vi ska ändå ta den här jävla andra platsen i alla fall mm. tänker jag det, det, jag känner viss motivation för det att vi ska kunna Stora klara det Ja, alltså, det känns att jag får inte kalla dem för olika. Men, men andra platsen ska vi fan rycka. Det är det rycka, mm. rycka. Det känns viktigt. Ja. När vi har liksom hamnat, vi kommer väl vara hamnade vi förra året trea. Och, och det känns som att ett, ett steg bättre i alla fall. Ja, ja men, vi, men vi ska ju ta andra platsen, jag håller med. Och vi, mm. Man får ju liksom kasta sig ut ur den här jävla kuddrummet och um, ta tag i verkligheten. Byta mm. ihop och liksom ta, ta häcken, tjuren i visionen och köra över. För det värsta det är ju att sen när de här matcherna är över så man, man går runt och känner sig lite omotiverad för men de här matcherna är över så är det ungefär ett halvår till vi får se AIK spela igen. Ja, och mörker och elande och sida och ingen allsvenska, ingen AIK. Nej, precis. Så att jag menar, man får passa mm. på att njuta nu när vi faktiskt kan. Uh, och så kanske det är, det är de, sista, de sista matcherna man får se Alexander Isak också eventuellt. Ja, så precis. Man vill se honom även en, en bit in um, när han är 35 och kommer tillbaka. År. Du tror att han redan försvinner eller? Ja, det tror jag. Jag tror det blir svårt att hålla, hålla tillbaka honom eh, faktiskt. Med alla som det lyckas om som lägger bud och sådär, det blir svårt att behålla honom. Nu har jag ju skrivit om idag att han har skaffat någon, någon Balkanagent också som ska hjälpa honom att hamna i rätt klubb. Okej. Okay. Mm. Så nu är nog bara en tidsfråga innan han innan han hamnar i en ny klubb. Okej, okay. ja. Han kanske är redo för det. Alltså, han är ju spelmässigt redo för det, men det hade varit kul att se honom en liten stund till. Ja, verkligen. Man får vara glad när det honom att man har fått leva till hans tid. Så tänker jag. Att jag fick gå och se honom på hans i, i AIK-tröjan hemma på nationalarenan. Att ja, men... jag fick vara med om det. Ja, men verkligen. Det kan jag berätta för mina barnbarn när jag blir stor. Ja. Det är nästan som mina barnbarn kan bättre det för sina barnbarn att deras farfar. Alexander Isak. Precis, så som våra mor- och farföräldrar pratar om de som kurrhamrin och sådär. Ja. Ja, definitivt. Till Leo. Ja. Hur mår Björn då, Enjebo? Snart i Örebro. Jo, han mår, han mår bra. Han har, han har mycket sådär. Men han, han mår bra. Han, vad ska jag säga... Nej, jag, jag vet inte. Jag, jag, jag... Det, är, det är väl så i Örebro. Det, man ska inte ta i så mycket. Det är inte så de pratar i Örebro. Det, det ska Nej, inte de... vara så himla bra. Man ska inte överdriva så mycket. Det är inte så himla. Det, det, det får inte bli för bra. Liksom. Nej, det, det blir inget bra om det blir för bra. Man måste, <laughs> man måste tänka på att det kan bli sämre. Ja. 
Du har redan befallat in i mentaliteten. Ja, precis. Nej, men det, är ju, det är ju bra om de inte vinner för mycket, för då tror de att de är för bra. Men det är en granne som sa så. Ja, när, när, Eller, ö, när han sa det när Örebro hockey låg i toppen på Allsvenskan och höll på att gå upp till elitserien, då sa han det är inte bra att de vinner för mycket nu. Då, då tror de att de är så bra. Och då kommer de inte vinna. Nej, du, du kan ju redan i nya stad. Ja, jag, jag tränar på det. Jag vill ju smälta in. Mm. Uh, nej, men ja. det... Uh, jag tycker men det, det, ska bli, det ska bli kul att se AIK imorgon. Ja, det ska bli kul att se AIK imorgon. Alla måste gå. Alla måste gå. Men Jimmy ska inte gå. Inte? Nej, det var tydligen Paradise Hotel-final eller något sånt där. Så att han, han skulle stanna ja. hemma för det. Jimmy som har rest land och rike runt sedan tidigt 90-tal och härjat på läktare. Och... Nej, men det är nya tider nu. Han ska kolla på annat. Ja. Men, men. Men, du och jag ses imorgon utanför det... nationalarenan. Det gör vi. Mm. Uh, och um, Vad ska man säga om det då? Uh, tycker sjung, du? sjung <laughs> sjung. sjung för gamla fina AIK uh, <laughs> En annan grej uh, Som vi måste prata om idag uh, Och pusha lite för uh, Vi har ju gjort lite så här små grejer för AIK Tifo under uh, hösten Vi sålde ju med ja. Neborsa-böckerna Till exempel um, Och så kom det ut mejl Vi gick ju med inför säsongen gick vi med i det här AIK-nätverket Klubb 1891 ja, då, då betalade vi en summa pengar Till AIK som typ mass- Minisponsring mm. uh, Och då fick vi uh, massa biljetter I samband med det Men vi har ju årskort och sådär och, och tänkte inte så mycket på det här Så har jag fått de här mejl löpande under året Nu kan ni ta ut de här biljetterna Och sen har jag bara glömt det Men nu har vi alltså fått åtta biljetter totalt Som vi inte har hämtat ut och de tog ut nu en klump som, och, så, och så säljer vi dem till förmån för AIK Tifo. Ja, vilken bra idé. Eller hur? Ja. Um, så vi, vi... Vem kom på den bra idén? Var det du Björn? Ja, det var jag. <laughs> <laughs> Nej, men vi... Jättebra. Men får jag fråga dig så här då Björn? Vart, ja. vart, vart hamnar man på äh, läktaren med de biljetterna? Och det, det, man sitter i princip lika bra som Martin Wiklin brukar göra ja. på läktarna. Man, Fast på väst. På, öst, på östra, på östra eh, mellanetage kan man säga. Och det är, val, mm. det är valfritt, man får beställa själv. Så om, om man köper dem, då kostar 200 kronor styck då, eh, då får man en kod. Eh, och alla pengar går direkt till AIK Tifo, så det är 200 kronor rakt in till dem. Otroligt bra, eh, ja, och, och så får man då en kod, då kan man gå in själv och boka plats som man vill på den här eh, östra mellanläktaren. Okej, okay. ja, men du vet vad det är, det är de där, där riktigt fina platserna Det är där liksom gräddan sitter och avnjuter spelet Mm, precis Martin Wiklin och, Nej, jag sitter ju på västra Jag sitter ju på västra, <laughs> på västra. Jag har funderat på att flytta ner till dig faktiskt Mer tätta nästa år Du är så välkommen Ja, jag är så himla trött på de som sköter liksom det runt omkring alltså när man kommer dit och alltså när man ska bli om man nu är AIK och, och vill, vill komma liksom hem till sin arena så möts man av leende kommersiella eventorganisatörer som inte har en aning om vad, vad det är det egentligen de säljer som beter sig likadant som det vore liksom en en um, <laughs> företagsevent och som du får väl å- du får åkbanden om Martin vi kommer nog inte stå kvar där, tror jag. Nej. Av den anledningen. Man, sitter, man ser väl lite. Ja, men det, är, det är lite för mycket. Du vet som hockeyn var på 90 Eller vet inte du, du är full. Men på hockeyn på 90-talet när den grävde sin egen grav så var det ju mycket det här. Jo, men jag vet när vi flyttade till Globen och sådär och allting blev väldigt um, Ja, annorlunda. man tappade sin identitet lite grann. Jag, jag, jag är så trött på de här lagar där som äger, som sköter. Alltså, det, det funkar inte, de är inget bra. Mm. och ta hand om det, då får inte mig att känna mig hemma som många kår där för den delen så att då, då, då vill jag hellre vara med familjen mm. där nere Jag tycker det vore jättekul om du och, och dina vänner kom. det finns lite platser runt omkring oss ifall ni kommer att sitta där Ja, man, vi, man behöver inte sitta på en rad eller man kan sitta Nej, alltså det finns 4, 4, man kan 4 sitta... 2 man kan sitta 3, 5, 2 <laughs> kanske 5, 3, 2 på en rad Ja, precis det, det beror på hur man vill lägga upp det liksom, beroende på, ja. på, på dagsformen Ja, så man behöver inte hitta alla platser på en rad. Nej, vi, vi i vårt gäng sitter ju... Um, um, vad sitter vi? Fyra två. Fyra två bara? Ja. 
men vad roligt att... Uh, ja, men äh, alltså, om man vill, det skulle säga, om de här AIK 10 biljetterna um, så kan man, uh, just i, i pratande stund så finns det sex biljetter kvar uh, av de här åtta. Det var en som hög två direkt. Uh, och om man vill uh, ha en eller två eller tre sådana här biljetter då mejlar man till mig på bjorn.radiorasunda.se Ja, vad bra. Uh, och så vill, uh, 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 då får man lite instruktioner om hur man ska göra. Mm. Um, hoppas, uh, hoppas det blir lite härlig, härlig fight imorgon. Mm, verkligen. Det var alltså AIK Kalmar som vi hade de här biljetterna till. Det sa jag nog inte heller. Ja, inte AIK Häcken. Nej, AIK uh, Kalmar, sista matchen. Det var för tight för AIK Häcken. Uh, vet du vad jag läste idag Martin? Nej. Idag för exakt 30 år sedan vann AIK med 1-0 över MFF i den första SM-finalen någonsin i fotboll. Mm-hmm. Uh, den spreddes på Stockholm stadion och Mats Olausson gjorde mål på straff. Stort. Det var Stefan Melleborg som delade med sig av den här visten. Ja. Det får vi fira. Uh, ja. Sen är det, ju det ska tråkigt. jag fira. Det ska du ska fira. Ska det bli, ja. bli något fint vin och god mat? Det, det, det är väl typ det det blir. Mm. Och då ska jag väl trycka ner feben med något också. Kanske en whisky. Vi, um, vi ses imorgon, Björn. Det gör vi. Um, Hälsa Jimmy så mycket bakom spakarna och han, vår andliga ledare i Katrina Holm. Han sänker sin åbro från munnen och vinkar tillbaka till dig. Mycket fint. Snyggt. Uh, och då ska väl vi um, uh, runda av här då med dig och, och börja prata lite med Ophori och Pozo. Det ska bli superkul. Får jag vara med och lyssna? Uh, gärna. Ja, annars lyssnar jag efter honom. Det går också bra. Ja. Du, vi hörs då och ses imorgon Martin. Det gör vi. Framåt. Framåt. Vi ska strax släppa in Ebenezer och Fori och Patrik Pozo i studion. Men först det här. Hej, det är Danny Pellegrino från Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff. Shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods- All at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Jag är allsjukligt spel i anfallen. Jag är eromarkande. Jag som är fullstreamad borta match om 2-1 ifrån kärnströmmen måste match. All right, perfect. Uh, so uh, let's start with the program and say hello and welcome to Radio Rosunda to Ebenezer Ofori and Patrick Pozo. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's very nice to have you here. Uh, as I said to you earlier, uh, Ofori, we, we tried to get you here to the program for a really long time. Yeah, finally, I'm here. Finally, you're here. Uh, and you brought a friend as well. Yeah. Uh, it's really nice to have you here uh, as well, uh, um, Patrick. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and um, Patrick, you, you're, you can see you're the, um, the up-and-coming uh, man for this season. Maybe A lot of people are very impressed uh, seeing you play uh, since, uh, since the summer, maybe. Um, how, how does it feel for you right now? Yeah, it feels okay, and I always want this opportunity. So when I get it, I just want to prove to everybody that I can play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it feels okay for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, if, if we start just by talking about um, the last game uh, when we lost, um, 
Maybe we lost the gold. Last game against Gothenburg. Um, yeah. um, uh, what can you say about the game? Uh, what do you think, Patrick? Yeah, I think we did our best. Just that we couldn't, we couldn't take our chances in. That's all. Yeah. yeah, we did our best. Was it was it a, a hard game to play? Yeah, you know, Kotzebue is always tough playing against them. You know, yeah, they always come hard. Yeah, I mean, like anytime we are playing, we are playing against them. It's always tough. You know, they always try to come all out. So yeah, it's very tough playing game, playing against them all the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and they're Gothenburg. They're like a really big rival as well. Yeah, with Aiko and uh, big pressure from the supporters from both sides. Uh, what do you think, Ofori, about the game? Uh, for me, I would say uh, it was a tough game, and uh, maybe there was uh, six chances in the game: three, four, get to Bari and uh, three, four Aiko, and uh, they took their chances. And mm. uh, it was a tough game. Like we did our best, we tried everything possible, we play our style, and uh, it happens. It's football, so. Mm. I, I, it looked like when, when you watched the game, it looked like um, like Gothenburg really knew how to play uh, against against us. They, they stopped us uh, in many ways that like other teams haven't done lately. Yeah, if you if you look at the game, we we didn't play like we wish to play. Uh, recently, we tried to push Isak more on the left, more than he on the front. So. Mm-hmm. They watch our games and uh, it was hard to penetrate again uh, through them and uh, we used to go out on the France and it was hard too. But I think it's football, so mm. it happens. But uh, before the game, uh, I, I still believed that we had a chance to, to win the gold. Uh, how, how did you feel about Did you still believe in the gold? Even though we had a long way to go to Mamba? Yeah, of course, everything can happen. Uh, I believe in God, and uh, I think it's still possible. We just have to win our three games, and we will see. Hmm. But uh, after after the game against Gothenburg, I think uh, I think maybe most of our chances disappeared. Uh, was it was it hard to go home from Gothenburg without those points? Yeah, it was hard, but uh after a day when we are having a next game so we try to forget about it and concentrate with the next game because we have to win if we still want to compete yeah um and uh, what do you think patrick is it uh, i think if malmo win tonight when we're recording this if they win tonight and norshopping lose malmo are champions uh, of the league Um, is it? Would you say it's important for you to come second uh, instead of third? Is it a big difference to come second from third? Yeah, it's very important for us to come second yeah. than to be the third position. Yeah. Uh, so so you, you still feel uh, like a big inspiration to to win the last yeah, games? Yeah, always want. Yeah, always want to win every game that we we encounter. Yeah, I think it's maybe it's a little bit harder for the supporters. Uh, I think we, we lost a lot of our energy from uh, after the game, uh, so we're, we're trying to find like, the focus to come back uh, for the rest of the season. But of course, you want to come as high as possible in the in the league. <laughs> Uh, if we go back a little in time, uh, Ofori, you you came to us uh, three years ago, a little bit more than three years ago. Yeah. Uh, and I remember when uh, Oiko recruited you, um, you had played in uh, under 20 tournament. I think it was in Turkey. Yeah. Uh, and the Oiko were there. They had been scouting you uh, earlier as well, but they were looking at you in that tournament. And I remember that um, I think it was Björn who said that he was really happy that you made a, a, a really bad game <laughs> <laughs> because no, no, none of the other scouts would take you uh, because they, they knew that you were really, really good. Mm. Um, do you remember that uh, tournament? Yeah, I do remember because uh, 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 every player dream is to... For me, I, I don't know about every player, but I want to play World Cup and I want to play Champions League, so... Uh, it's a youth st- stage and I get the opportunity to, to play World Cup for my country so I was very happy and uh, I got a medal from it we mm-hmm. came third so I always look at the medal and I feel proud 
Um, so, and, and when we, you recruited you, you were uh, uh, people here saw you as a, a left back. Um, that's true. Yeah. Uh, did you play as left back in uh, in your club as well? Uh, I would say it here yeah, yeah. since I was born and since I started playing football, I don't actually have one position. Mm. Uh, every team I went to. They try me in uh, different positions, and uh, the one it fits for the coach, and the one it fits for me, and then I take it. Mm. But then, uh, after a couple of years, uh, or, or maybe a year, uh, the coaches decided that you would only play in the center midfield. Yeah, uh, and I'm very happy for that. <laughs> <laughs> But does it feel like this is now your position, or do you still feel that you are uh, a versatile player? You can play in many positions. Yeah, I can play many positions. I try to uh, play my best and feel comfortable any place uh, you try to put me. And now I feel really good and really comfortable in the midfield. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, and you also been um, awarded best midfield player in Allsvenskan uh, yeah. last year. So uh, I guess you you found a pretty good place. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like a result. To me, like from uh, coming uh, uh, here, like three years, and uh, after two years getting this award, it was like a result mm. for me. So I was happy about it. Yeah, uh, all of our supporters were very happy about it yeah. too. Uh, Patrick, uh, you also came to Oiko as a left back. Yeah. Will you uh, also be playing in the center midfield soon? <laughs> Yeah, I hope so. You hope so. Yeah. Is, is that your your preferred position? No, my my preferred position is left back. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, uh, but now your role is sort of left winger, maybe you're, you're both left back and yeah, uh, attacking yeah. player as well uh, in the three five two or five three two system. Uh, can you just describe a little bit how, how about your position? Yeah, it's a little bit tough, you know. When you're playing that position, you need to have a lot of energy. You need to have a lot of runners, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just have to keep on going. Yeah, uh, we we talked to Stefan Ishizaki um, a, a couple of episodes ago uh, about the new system. He said that some of the players are running a lot more now uh, than uh, earlier. Uh, would you say that your position is one of those that yeah. is running more? Yeah. Um, and and do you like it the position? Yeah, it's good. It's good for me. Uh, well, why do you like it? Because it makes me like give more pressure to the defenders, you know, my opponent defenders, and to create a space for my player like Ishi to, I mean, to take on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, does it also make you? Uh, I think that it looks like it makes you more involved in the game. Yeah, in the game. Yeah, it makes me more involved in the game. Yeah. You have your more um, more yeah. ball. Uh, you're more yeah. part of the of the building of the, play, yeah. of the game. Um, do you feel um, like it's? Um, You haven't played the last few games. It's because of an injury, right? Yeah, because yeah. of an injury. Uh, and you you really missed on the on the pitch. Um, yeah. H- how long do you think you have left before you can play again, or, or are you ready for next game? Game. I don't really know now because sometimes I feel good, sometimes I feel bad. I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just hoping for the best, you know, best time. So uh, if you compare uh, now when you're uh, a left winger compared to playing uh, like your regular left back, uh, what would you say is the biggest difference? I don't actually know. I'm going to put this to the difference is you know the left back, for example, when you're playing like four four two, you don't attack more. But when you're playing like uh, left back and left wing, you you work more. You know. You, Like you're gonna put your opponent in pressure yeah. every time, yeah. And you're gonna run more. Mm. That's a different, yeah. Okay, so maybe it's easier on the on the energy to play yeah. left back in the four four two, but and, and more uh, um, offensive pressure uh, in the three five two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but uh, earlier in your career, have you always been uh, left back? Yeah, I always play left back. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and ab- about the, the systems, have you are you used to four four two more or uh, how how have you played earlier? For I always play four four two. Yeah. Always. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's how I play all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's the same in in Sweden. It's almost uh, all the clubs play four four two all the time. Um, so it's it's interesting to see three five two because it looks like it's really yeah. made an impact. Yeah. In yeah. Impact. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so you came to Oiko last summer. Uh, you didn't play very much on the first in the first year. Um, uh, would you say that uh, coming to a new club and a new country when you're still 18 years old is it uh, is it hard? Uh, and not playing from start is is it hard? Not that hard, but you know I'm trying my best to prove to the court I can play. But just that the court doesn't give me the chance to play. You know mm. to prove my to prove to everybody I can play. Yeah. But um, uh, on a personal level, when you come to uh, when you move from Ghana, you're 18 years old. You yeah. move to Sweden. You don't know anybody. Uh, how, how is it? Um, how can you describe describe the the feeling when you're coming here? Yeah, I feel somehow boring because uh, you know. I'm just getting to used to know everybody, even the foreign. Mm. I know him from Ghana, but I don't know him that much, you know. No. And I can feel shy, and I have to be, I have to have time to get to know each everybody, you know. Mm. So it gets somehow tough, you know, for me. Yeah, um, but do you feel um, now that you're you feel more home? Yeah, uh, now, now I feel more. Yeah, now I feel more home because I used to, I know everybody now. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like my family now. So, uh, yeah. do you, do you hang out with uh, all of the players uh, in the team as well? Yeah, I do hang out with one of some of my players, you know, my friends. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, but now since Andreas left Oiko and Ricard took over as new head coach, uh, you've gotten a lot more playing time. Yeah. Uh, and um, uh, what? Do, why do you think that is? Do you have more uh, playing time now? I think. Ricard, when he came, maybe he sees me as a good player, so he gave me the chance. He encouraged mm. me, but we can play. He gave me the chance. He told me, prove to me that I can play. So I proved to me that I can play. So he gave me the chance, and I take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, Euphoria, uh, uh, when we were talking about um, about the system of the game, three-five-two, uh, uh, your role must have changed a little bit too. You're now playing uh, three center midfield players. Yeah. Uh, how has your role changed? Yeah. It changed uh, more a little bit because uh, now uh, uh, I go in with the defensive minded. You know, I was when we were used to play four four two. I was having more attacking minded, but mm-hmm. now I go in with the more defensive minded. So is that is that like an assigned role for yeah. you? You're you're more defensive, and yeah. Ishii and Bloomberg are more yeah. offensive. Okay, I have to watch their back. <laughs> so, but but you, so, yeah, you take you're like the the person who who, who wins back the ball, yeah, and, yeah, and starts up the attack again, yeah. maybe. Uh, but you also scored this year. Uh, yeah, I end up you're, you're once in a while up there, and I have to make good use of it. Yeah, yeah. it was fun because we, we read an interview with you in the paper. I think the week before that the, that Ricardo said that you have to more score more points. Yeah, uh, so you did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Do, do, how does it feel to score a goal? Uh, for me, it feels so special to score a goal, uh, special for Ayoko, mm-hmm. because uh, I love this club and it's like a family to me. So um, when I score, uh, I'm always happy. Mm-hmm. But um, regarding your role again in this three. Um, uh, three-person center midfield. Uh, can, can you describe anything else that has changed uh, since you've gotten this new system? I think that's the all what I said because uh, I go in more with the defensive mind mm-hmm. and then it helps us because you have uh, extra two people around you. So yeah. it's easy to just release the pass to them because uh, they have the attacking minded and mm-hmm. you have the defensive minded. So... Uh, you just defend and give them the ball and they do what they want to do mm. what they love to do uh, but it, it sounds a little bit uh, I mean uh, do you like this it sounds a little bit um, not as fun maybe yeah <laughs> it, earlier you were, you were more offensive now you just give the ball to the offensive players yeah I love it I think it's fun yeah yeah But uh, has it changed um, in a way that you have, um, since you're playing this new system, do you have uh, different ways of uh, of attacking, would you say? Do you um, attack in different ways? Do you have different ways of um, starting um, attacks? Yeah, because we have, uh, yeah. example, if we play Poso and we play Sundgren, they, they are not defensive-minded, they are attacking-minded. Mm. So you have your weight, you have... 
maybe you one or issue mm-hmm. so it make it like easy you have always you have people around you mm-hmm. so I think it's more easy than 442 yeah um uh, i think it would would be uh, since yeah. you have more you have more offensive players but yeah. is it also harder defensively uh, since you have more um, more ways to attack do you think we will we make uh, we lack in defense instead not really because we have three we play three backs yeah. instead of two mm-hmm. so we have one extra yeah so it's kind of the same yeah and also uh, um patrick and and sungren they they're, they're run, running run, yeah. <laughs> they're so running they're always the there yeah yeah um I read somewhere that if you play uh, three-five-two, you have uh, those wing uh, wing players. Uh, you have to change them in in like in minute seventy because they're so tired. They can't play ninety minutes. Uh, would you say that's true, Patrick? No, it's not true. No, it's not true. Yeah, it's not true. <laughs> you you can play ninety minutes running yeah. back and forth all the time. I can play ninety minutes <laughs> if I have no injury. I can play. Yeah. Um, that's very good. Um, I think that maybe uh, Sungren can do that uh, as well. Yeah. If it feels like you have you have energy for uh, 90 yeah. minutes, both of you. If we go back a little bit in time again, um, long, long ago, uh, I want to know a little bit about your your background from uh, Ghana, um, Patrick. When did when did you start playing football? How old were you? I was a kid when I started playing football. I love football when I was a kid, you know. Yeah. Do you know uh, like five years or seven or? I don't actually know. I no. Yeah. But you, did you start playing like in a team? Yeah, I started playing coast, you know. In Africa, I started playing like under 12. From under 12, I, I was promoted to under 17, under 17. I've been in school, you know, and I've played in the schools in regionals. From regionals, uh, a club in Ghana, the, uh, Ghana Premier League. Mm-hmm. I was playing for Ghana Premier League. I, I just played like half a season. Half a season, I played, and then I could bought me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, when uh, and, and how about you, Fori? Uh, do you remember when you started playing football? I think I've been playing almost all my life yeah. because uh, my mom loved football, so mm-hmm. she always wanted me to play football. But uh, in Ghana, I would say I started playing like a professional football when I was ten years. Okay. Yeah. So it was an uh, like academy, mm-hmm. and uh, I got the chance to. They invited me to the national under 17 before, mm. and uh, I was playing for a Premier League, a Premier team in Ghana. Yeah, and I got a, a quad up in a under 22, and I get it here. Mm. Uh, and um, I, I don't know if you've seen have, have you seen anything of of the Oiko youth uh, trainings or the youth side in Oiko? Yeah, yeah. You you've been with uh, Nahum, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. In trainings. <laughs> I love uh, them. I love the kids. Um, uh, uh, sometimes when I'm free and I'm I'm bored, uh, Nahum is like my dad. So I used to go there. Sometimes I went there with my football shoes and I train with them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Try to have fun. <laughs> Uh, the, the kids must love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it must be really, really uh, cool to have yeah. uh, the, the players from like, like you coming. Yeah. Um, but if you compare the situation, I think that Oiko has a, a very nice. Um, uh, what do you say? Um, yeah, <laughs> they have a nice uh, academy. I think. Uh, yeah. um, uh, if you compare it to when you were a kid, is it a, a big difference? And how how they train kids and how they trained you? Uh, when you were kids, yeah, in, in Ghana you do, you don't have the uh, the opportunity. It's like uh, uh, you just go and play football just for fun. Mm-hmm. Like here, I could they have academy, they have everything. So you grow you grow in like you know how to control ball and everything. In Ghana, it's not like that. Maybe you have to play with your friends mm-hmm. when you are a kid. 
it's not easy to get teams to play. Uh, yeah, so. So you, mean, you didn't have like trainings in the same way as they have uh, in Orko? No. We have teams like who have like kids, but it's not like academy like no. I call you. But is it, those teams that have the kids is it different from from the trainings, uh, or how is it different? It's, it's different in uh, any way because I call it's a big team. Yeah. But there is like if after you are maybe twelve, you can't play again. Mm. You have to go and look for maybe different team who have like maybe thirteen or fourteen years. Yeah, then it's difficult. Mm. You you told us earlier when we were um, outside of the studio the, uh, about the difference in facilities as well. That the pitches aren't very good. Yeah, and, and you said that you um, you had to learn really well to, to control the ball. Yeah, back in Ghana, you have to force yourself to control the ball in our pitches. Mm. So, but, but, but and I said that it uh, might be that's why you have such good ball control uh, compared to all of the other players in Afghanistan. That nobody can take the ball from you yeah, because maybe. you have to force yourself. In. Yeah, 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 uh, and. Um, Do you, you, Patrick, you, are you also involved with Nahum? Do you also go to the trainings with the kids? Yeah, I've been there with Ofori some times ago yeah. to train with the kids, yeah. Mm. It's very nice to be there. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, as, as I said, I think it's really nice for the kids yeah. uh, to have you there. They're Because they're, they're fans and they go yeah. to your games. Uh, so, um, But um, in, in uh, Patrick, can you describe, uh, how did you grow up uh, in Ghana? How, how did you live, like in, in a house or apartment in a big city or... How, how was it? No, I was living, I don't live in a city. I was living in a village, a small village. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I grew up there with my parents, my mom, my dad, my kid, my 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 sisters and brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have, how many sisters and brothers do you have? No, we are six in ours. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and how big was the, the village? Do you know how many people? No, I don't know actually, no. no. Yeah, uh, but a small village, yeah. Uh, and um, but it, it was close to uh, Accra, right? Not not so close, like six hours. Yeah. Really? Because yeah. <laughs> when I uh, when I re read about you before uh, today, uh, it says that you are from Accra in Ghana. Yeah, right now I'm from Accra. Right now I live in Accra. <laughs> I'm not more in the village. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, right now you live in in Stockholm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, all right, I see. Uh, but okay, so you're you're from the country. Yeah. Uh, what about you, uh, Ofori? Or uh, how, how was it where, where you grew up? Did you grow up in a city or, or are you also a country boy? Yeah, I'm from like maybe a, a second city in mm -hmm. a, like Gothenburg here. Okay. We call it Kumasi. Mm -hmm. So I grew up there with my mom, single mom. And, mm -hmm. uh, it was tough in the beginning, but as I always said, I love my mom so much. Uh, He wanted me to play football, so he always try her possible to get me a boot or JC and everything for me to play. What does your mother do? Does she work? Or? Uh, she was a trader. He he sell yams. If you know yam, no, not really. <laughs> It's like uh, potatoes. Okay. Yeah, he used to sell them and get a little money to mm -hmm. support me. Okay. Uh, so uh, I guess you're sending much money back home now. Now I do my everything possible to make her happy. Yeah. Uh, she deserves it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, has she ever been here to visit you? It's too cold here. <laughs> It's too cold here? Yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't like it? No. But can she, can she see you play? Uh, I always... Uh, like if I square go or something, I send them the link. Mm -hmm. to see uh, when I'm going back home I, I go with some of my videos my full games and everything so maybe we spend uh, two days watching my games <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but what do you think about you playing in Sweden or the what do you say for me yeah I think it's it's very good now mm -hmm. because uh, it wasn't easy the first time Though I was having moral, uh, yeah. 
Kennedy Bonanike Kwame Karikali Lala Wele they make me feel like home but it wasn't easy the first time but now I'm more comfortable and feel like home now so mm-hmm. yeah uh, that's very nice to hear do, do you both go home uh, a lot to Ghana yeah we both go home last year we, we go home together okay yeah um, during maybe during the winter or no the end of the season yeah yeah after the season Mm. Uh, what did your family say when, you, when Patrick when you decided to move to Sweden what did your family think about this you know it was a happy thing for them you know they yeah. always wish me that to be a best player to be travel to Europe to play good football mm. they're always happy yeah mm. So both of you, uh, Patrick and Ofora, are you're very technically talented with the ball, and you're also very good at, at running with the ball. Uh, it's very hard to take the ball uh, from you, and you keep the ball from the opponents. Uh, why do you think that this is? Why, why are you both so good at this? Is this something from uh, from Ghana? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think yeah, because. Uh, As I said first, the pitches are no good, and you have to force everything there. Mm. Even running with the ball, you have to force it. So if you get a good pitch like this, you have to show everybody that yeah, you are capable of doing it. Mm. Yeah. What do you think, Patrick? Yeah, as I said, you know, yeah. sometimes you need to use your mind. You know, you don't, anytime you hold the ball, you, know, you have to put in your mind that you don't have to lose the ball. You need to make everything possible not to lose the ball. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but did, did you earlier did you practice a lot of, of moving the ball forward? Uh, like um, for you, for instance, or for if you have, you, you can see that you have like a lot of opponents around you. Sometimes four or five players that are really uh, around you, and you always seem to get the ball uh, forward to, uh, to a, a player from your own team. Yeah, yeah. You learn as a as a football player. My role model is uh, Marcelo. Though he used to play left back, but I like how he plays. Mm. With calmness, uh, confidence level, and everything. So uh, I always try to be calm and more fast than my opponent. So. I used to say like if you think you think one, I think two. So mm-hmm. the time you reach two, then I leave you. Yeah. Uh, so um, um, Oiko, our club has been uh, pretty successful in recruiting players from Ghana. Uh, we've had several players from Ghana that has been successful. Uh, I, I, I think it started with Derek Boateng. We had there a couple of years ago, yeah, uh, and but also you two uh, and other players. Um, do you have any idea why it's why we get so many good players in Oiko from Ghana? Or do you think is it something with Ghanese, Ghana football that are fitting to Alsenskan? I think uh, the old people who came here like Terry Button, he, he made it good here. He made the good name so. I think he said the name Ghana, so <laughs> it make it easy for us to come here, and uh, we have the strength and the capability to play in Asvenska. Yeah, I mm. think. Yeah. But it seems like it's um, uh, easier to uh, to find good, really good players in Ghana than, for instance, in uh, in neighboring countries. Um, in, or do I agree? Yeah, I do. Like if uh, if you talk about Brazil, I think Ghana is like a football country. Everybody yeah. loves to play football. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, and also we have um, maybe also because we have uh, the Swedish agent uh, Patrick Mörk, for instance, uh, who is working very much in Ghana, who's taken a lot of players to Oiko as well. Yeah. Uh, I think he was uh, helping Oiko with you too. Uh, yeah, yeah, well. yeah. Um, Um, but do uh, the people in Ghana know about uh, Oiko or Swedish football at all? Yeah, they do, because we are playing here, and mm-hmm. when you go back, we talk about Oiko, and uh, so they do. They follow us, and uh, they follow Oiko. They have social media like Twitter, 
Instagram, Facebook. So they know they know about Iko. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. And um, um, do you think that Oiko has a good reputation in Ghana? Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. They really do. So, um, do you two, uh, do do you give like uh, tips to um, to like to Bjorn or or Tobbe when they're scouting? Do you, can you say to them, you should look at this player, or do, do you help Oiko finding new players? Yeah, sometimes Tobias will come to you. We uh, we are find this player in Ghana. Do you think he is good? And you two, you say what you think about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and do you have any examples, uh, Patrick? Do you, have, have you heard this? Has yeah, as you said, you know, uh, right now Tobias is cutting a player from my club in in Thailand, You know. Okay. He always came to me like Patrick. You find this player in your club is very good. Mm-hmm. What do you think about him? And he's even saying that he's bringing him next year. I think. Okay. Yeah. You don't know. You don't have to uh, say any names. I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, no, it's, I don't it see, must yeah. be secret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can tell me afterwards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that, that's that's really nice to hear. Uh, would you recommend players to come here? Would you recommend to say that it's a good environment for developing? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Europe. You know, in a club like this, a big club like ERK, you know, they have everything possible for a player to develop. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, uh, if we talk a little bit uh, about the future, uh, we can start with you, Patrick. Well, do, do you have any dreams uh, going forward, uh, um, maybe with Oiko or maybe uh, after Oiko? Yeah, it's everybody's dream is to become a best player in the world or to become mm. a star, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But do you have like a, a league or something that you're dreaming about, or yeah, maybe, maybe always, a club? Yeah, I'm always dreaming big, you know. Yeah. Maybe after. AIK maybe I don't know which club I'm gonna go, you know. So yeah, I'm just hoping for the best here. Okay, but you don't have you don't have a dream no. club like Barcelona or, or Manchester no, United no. or no. no. But uh, is there any league that you like you like better than any other? Yeah, La Liga, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and why is that? Because uh, they play good football and you know the country is good. Like they have a good like. Sometimes they told me they don't have like good like good like they have good. Weather like yeah, not good like Sweden, you know. Sometimes you have to suffer before yeah. in Sweden like this, you know. You have to suffer before you wear shoes, you know. Sometimes it's difficult for me. Yeah, yeah, like right now when it's uh, four degrees and raining. Yeah, it's very difficult for me sometimes. <laughs> but uh, is it? It's difficult for for us too. Uh, but, but do you think it's it's harder to play football uh, when it's cold? And yeah, raining? it's very yeah, it's very hard for for me. It's very hard, you know. My toes, I can't even put my legs in my shoe, you know. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. but I need to force, you know. It's my work, so I need to just keep going. Yeah, you, yeah, because you get warm when you're running. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. Uh, okay, you're hiding now behind a microphone, of course, because now here comes the, the harder questions. You have a contract that will uh, expire next year. Yeah, uh, and I think all Oiko supporters are dreaming that you will uh, sign a new contract and stay forever in Oiko. Um, wh- what can you say about about, in, about your future? Uh, for me, as a player, I will dream to play Champions League, mm-hmm. and uh, my dream team is Real Madrid. And I want to play World Cup too, so. And now I have contract with Daiko, mm-hmm. and I'm very happy here. And they are my family now, so we will see. But would you would you consider staying with Daiko, signing a new contract? Of course. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jimmy just said in my headphones, it's easy. Just uh, you have to win Alsvenska next year, and then we play Champions League. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but uh, um, there's been a, a lot of rumors about you. That's why I'm asking. Uh, a, a lot of players naturally are very interested in you. You're the best midfield player in Allsvenskan. Uh, so, um, but is it is it frustrating with uh, all these rumors and talks? Sometimes it's good. Uh, it gives you motivation. Like uh, it's like a result. Like you are doing something good because mm. that's why these things are coming. So, for me, it's keep helping me like make me do it more make me like uh, to do extra because mm. example if I'm moving from Michael I have to be extra to get there mm-hmm. and I love Sweden I love Michael even though if I'm going I'm going to come back yeah I, I hope so yeah <laughs> uh, but um 
Do you think, uh, this is a very theoretical question, but do you think that you will be in ICO in January again? Or will you be, uh, have gone somewhere yeah, else? Yeah, of course. I still have contracts, so... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you both so much for coming today. It was really nice to have you here. Uh, and good luck tomorrow against um, Hecken, the other team from Gothenburg. Yeah, thank you thank very you. much. It was uh, Hanna to be here. It was an honor to have you here. Yeah. Uh, I can tell my kids in 10 years that I met uh, Euphoria and Pozo yeah. uh, when you're big stars yeah. in the Champions League. <laughs> uh, again, uh, thank you so much for coming. Uh, it was really nice to have you here. Tack alla som har lyssnat på dagens program. Det var roligt att vara tillbaka i studion. Vi som har gjort programmet idag är Jimmy Rydén som sitter utanför med rattarna och de stora bicepsen. Det är Joakim Fröberg på distans ända från Vingåker. Det är Martin Wiklin från sin, sitt kuddrum i Kista. Och det är jag, Björn Engebo. Tack för oss. Nästa vecka har vi eventuellt en riktig supergäst i studion. Vi får se när vi kan offentliggöra det här stora. Tack för oss. Vi hörs. Ha det bra. Hej då. There's a ship lies rigged and ready in the harbor. Tomorrow for old England she sails. Far away from your land of endless sunshine To my land full of rainy skies and gales And I shall be aboard that ship tomorrow Though my heart is full of tears at this farewell For you are beautiful And I have loved you dearly More dearly than the spoken word can tell For you are beautiful And I have loved you dearly More dearly than the spoken word can tell I heard there's a wicked war a-blazing And the taste of war I know so very well Even now I see the foreign flag raising Their guns on fire as we sail into hell I have no fear of death, it brings no sorrow But how bitter will be this last farewell Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 